Benvenidos and welcome to the Platform Latino podcast where we profile, highlight, and bring to the airwaves the successes of our community and those helping us to get us there. I'm your host, Osvaldo Valdez, and I'd like to thank you for joining us and enjoy the show. Thank you so much for, for for being here and you know I'm excited to talk to you. I've been kind of wanting to talk to like a person that does life coaching and just kind of figuring out what exactly it is, you know, trying to get over the stereotypes, figuring out how it can benefit all of our lives and you know how you got into that role. So I, I know you just recently mentioned that you quit your job recently to pursue this full time. What was your, your, your former life, your former professional life? So I just celebrated, last year I celebrated my 20th year in media. I started in print journalism when I was 15 years old, doing the graphic design for a newspaper that my mom opened up. Um, And then from there, from 15 years old, I was in high school, doing the graphic design, I started writing for the newspaper, and then I completely fell in love with communications and journalism. And I started writing as a freelancer while I was a junior and a senior in high school for other newspapers and magazines um, in my area, and eventually from newspapers, I moved on to television as a reporter. And then from television, I moved on into radio. So last year, I made 20 years in media. And simultaneously, I was also working um, in business. So when I graduated from high school, I had a little money put away between the newspaper stuff that I was doing. And I was um, also doing commercials and stuff like that. I've been dancing since I was four years old in, in Cuba. I got training and dancing at a place called La Pisica Gallega, where they teach flamenco. Oh, so when I came here from Cuba, there is this like really, well, there was this really well-known show. It was like the second longest running television show um, in all of Latin America called Sábado Gigante. I don't know if you're familiar of with course. it. Of course, yeah, Don Francisco. Yeah, yeah, con Don Francisco. So I competed on there. I won first place. Uh, when I was nine years old, and I kept working in, in Sábado Gigante. They asked me to, to come on board to continue training me to be part of the entertainment. They had like a child entertainment team. And so I'd been getting all this training in dance, and then, you know, through there, I got exposure to like commercials. So I did commercials for like Frosted Flakes and First Union Bank and totally dating myself right now because First Union Bank doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's okay. We're so, the same age, so it's about... Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm celebrating my 30th regardless yeah. <laughs> again this year. So we're not talking about age right now. Either way, um, you know, I had some money put away. So when I got out of high school, I opened my first business. I knew that I needed extra money, even though I had scholarships to college. Um, and I needed money to pay for books and cars and, and you know, a beer here and there because I deserved it. Cheap, yeah. <laughs> and all the things. Yeah. Um, I used to drink more beer back then than I do now, but I also burnt them a lot quicker than, than I do now. Yeah, but you bounce back differently. Is, <laughs> yeah, it sure does. But the point is that, um, you know, I, I, went, I went on that path of, um, of simultaneously being able to grow and nurture my entrepreneurial path through my first business, which is still open today. It's a dance studio called Judy's Academy. We're ranked top three dance studios in our city for the past four consecutive years. And at the same time that I was managing the business, I was growing my career. So I went from print to television to radio. And so last year, after all of the craziness that we've all gone through, because we've all suffered through, um, you know, globally what's going on in, in many 
different ways. Um, I, I realized that media was no longer in alignment with what I wanted to accomplish for the world, right? So I, I made an executive decision to, to quit media and to focus back full-time into entrepreneurship because coaching has been a really, really powerful um, experience for me. I found coaching through my own burnout, which is why I coach on burnout. So before, um, before the launch of this business, so before I ever knew anything about coaching, I was running Gigi's Academy, my dance studio. Mm-hmm. I was, had finished my bachelor's, I was going into my master's, and I was working in radio and in TV. Needless to say, the level of burnout was ridiculous, right? Like I was losing my hair. It was gross. It was just, I had pimples on my back that looked disgusting. Like it was just a hot mess. Um, and I, and I, and I had like a really scary burnout experience where I lost my vision while I was driving. Like I'm on I-95 and I'm holding onto the steering wheel and I can't see a damn thing. Right. And it was terrifying. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know? And it was just exhaustion. It was, my body was depleted. I was running on three hours, four hours of sleep, you know, uh, protein bars and energy drinks because I needed to get from radio in the morning to television in the afternoon to doing a dance studio in the evenings to getting back to reporting for you know the harness races I was traveling to cover these I was a correspondent for the United States Trotting Association so I was like traveling to Ohio and Canada and Jersey to cover races like it was crazy and when I experienced that really intense feeling of burnout I realized I'm like there's got to be a better way to live a dream life. Like there's got to be a better, smarter way. Sorry about my little dog. There's got to be a better, smarter way to make all your dreams come true. Mm-hmm. This is not working. You know, I don't see Oprah breaking out. I don't see, you know, I don't know, JLo losing all her hair. Like, you know, and, and a lot of people will say, well, they have a team, but they didn't start that way. Mm-hmm. Right. So I stopped a lot of what I was doing. I learned how to do what I now teach. So it took me years to be able to understand what I now teach, which is the three R system, how to reevaluate, restructure, and reset your life for success with less stress. In the years that I was learning that, I was able to dive into the practical ways of recreating like a custom blueprint for your success on your terms. Mm-hmm. And I also dove really deep into the, the holistic way of nurturing the woman behind the business. So that entails things like honoring your body, honoring your cycles, um, being able to work through your breath, being able to meditate, tap into the higher self that we all have and sometimes ignore or don't know how to tap into, um, being able to amplify your, your natural gift of intuition. So I did some Reiki training. I, I trained in other forms of energy and I did it all for me. I never wanted to do that for business. I always did it for my own healing. I still don't practice any of those things um, like Reiki or anything like that in my businesses. I, I practice it for me. Um, but when I realized that I was able to create that customized blueprint for success with less stress, everything changed for me. And that's where Seizing Happy came from, which is my coaching business. And I thought to myself, I have to be able to help other women out there who are go-getters, who are really trying to like change the world, you know, without the burnout. 
So I got certified as a life coach because like you said, there's a lot of confusion about what, what a life coach is and what we do. And I'm excited that you want to talk about that. I can't wait. Um, but I, I got certified as a life coach and I opened my coaching company about three years ago. And I was doing it part time and it was great. We were doing monthly events. We were getting, you know, 40, 50, 60 women in a room, uh, sometimes more to, to connect, network, um, bond with each other, mm-hmm. learn, because we would always bring these like strategy workshops. So like, we bring people in to do workshops on marketing, on how to legally establish your business. Like I bring in attorneys that bring in all sorts of people to teach at these events, like teach, not like floss, not mm-hmm. pitch, not talk right? It was amazing. And then the shutdown came, right? Like year one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we had to stop all the get togethers. We had to stop all those things. And I chose not to go virtual. I didn't want to go virtual. I had to focus on, I was focusing on my career. I was doing radio from home, which I can't even begin to tell you what a challenge that was in the beginning. Technically, the the tech part of it Mm-hmm. Um, was intense, you know, setting up to do multiple radio shows. I was on in multiple different markets. I do, I did radio in Spanish and in English. I had multiple radio stations to cover um, from my living room in my pajamas, stressed out as hell because <laughs> my parents had COVID. My mom ended up in the hospital for like 18 days in the ICU. I couldn't go see her. It was like, it was a lot. So I was not one of those businesses that pivoted. I didn't pivot at all. I stayed right where I was, sat on my, on my, on my chair and I did my radio shows from home. But when now that everything got you know starting to get better so many women were forced to pivot because women were very very deeply affected by by this pandemic Mm -hmm. and a lot of them had to pivot into entrepreneurship some of them involuntarily but they have the guts to do it anyway and i felt like this is my time to really be there for these women you know Mm -hmm. the ones that chose entrepreneurship voluntarily needs the same support, but I especially feel for the women that lost their job with two kids at home who are now just trying to figure out what the hell to do to monetize their gifts, their talents, and their magic. And I have to step up for them and show them how to do it without all the mistakes that I made, or at the very least with less mistakes than they're going to make if they do it um, unsupported. So that's that's the answer to both of those questions in a nutshell, sort of. <laughs> well, no, no, but it, but it's definitely needed because like you've you've trailblazed for them, you've gone through the stresses, you you've made the mistakes. So them just kind of you offering these advice and this um you know these workshops, it just kind of sets them up for more not easier success because it's not going to be an easy cakewalk, but it helps them kind of really get their foot in the ground and, and, and prosper. And it's 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 true. Like this pandemic has really throwing everybody in a <laughs> in a weird position whether it's you know pivoting their job working from home or you know just losing their job and trying to recreate themselves so it's very important that that you you offer these services yeah and you know a lot of people didn't lose their jobs and a lot of people weren't forced to pivot a lot of people decided to mm-hmm. a lot of people caught a glimpse of how important it is to be well in a world that can throw curveballs our way that we never imagined were possible. And I feel like this pandemic, despite all of the very horrible things that it has um, brought on for a lot of people, a lot of people have suffered a lot of different ways of loss. It has also given us the gift of knowing what's most important. And what's most important is you, your happiness, 
your health, your well-being, your family, your dreams, right? What's most important is not how much money you're making this giant corporate company. What's most important is not how many accolades you can get through your sales. What's most important is not how proud your boss or your, the CEO of your company is of how many hours you're burning the clock. None of that matters. What's most important is you. Are you well? Are you smiling in the morning when you wake up? Are you hugging your kids and your parents if you still can, consciously, intentionally, you know? Those are the things that really matter most. A lot of people didn't lose their jobs. A lot of people gave them up, you yeah, know, yeah, for other priorities, for other passions. They started pursuing their passion, their heart, their, you know, that inner thing that they'd been suppressing because a dollar sign gave them some sort of, um, security. But when you see this global pandemic, you realize there's nothing is certain. There's no security. The only security there is, is if you look out for yourself, you love yourself, you honor yourself, and you walk in integrity in this world, you're going to be happier than anything else. You're going to be happier and more fulfilled than anything else. And a lot of people realize that and are pursuing it. Yeah, because especially like the pandemic kind of taught you that you have to focus on yourself. Uh, but if you have that that good balance, that health, that, that the fortitude, it doesn't matter if you get laid off or you try this job, it doesn't yeah. work. You you open up this business and it, it succeeds or fails. Both are. But you you have the mental fortitude that you're like, I can do this. I've been through a lot of shit. <laughs> this is not new to me. And, and I have the potential and I have the power and the capacity to actually. Yeah, it. it's it's um kind of like the immigrant story you know like you, you you moved here from Cuba my parents moved you know my dad did and, and my mom's parents and they came with nothing you know and they they just kind of had to make it work they weren't speaking the language you know it's it, it they they had so many different struggles but we have our own and but like they all you know they all succeeded and you know giving us the life that we we have now you know or at least setting us up for it so it's it's good that because it needs to be reminded as well as taught to in some, some extent, but it's also like the imposter syndrome, the self image, and you know I'm sure all your your, your programs go through all this and you know really kind of touch on it and how you really ignite that. Yeah, and um, and that's that's one of the biggest focus that I do in my coaching. So a life coach can focus on multiple different areas, right? So my preferred area, my preferred space where I work is in that it's in your confidence. It's in your, the limiting beliefs that we all have at any moment of growth, there are limiting beliefs that are holding us back. Some of them we're aware of some of them. We are not some of them exist in the autopilot programming that is given to us during the first seven years of our lives. So during those first seven years, we learn we're absorbing, you know, everybody always says children are sponges, right? <laughs> They really, truly are. And sponges will absorb everything, mm -hmm. the good and the bad. The sponge will absorb the bacteria, the water, the soap, and everything in between, right? And so as children, sometimes we're taking in the beliefs of our parents, our community leaders, our teachers, grandma, grandpa, um, you know, everybody who's around us that, that kind of like deposits a little bit of what they've got to give into our upbringing, um, some more intentionally than others, surely most people with a good intention, but not everything that was given to you is for you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't 
always empower you. And when we grow up, we hardly ever say how much of what I believe is true. When have you ever asked yourself the question, how much of what I believe is actually true? Yeah, it's not often, but you get reminded every now and then. Like, yeah, every now and then, life will be like, hey, what's up, this bullshit? Jokes yeah. <laughs> like, ah, on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but, but imagine how much more powerful we would be if when you see patterns in your life, you know, people that say, man, this always happens to me. They look outward and they're like, it always happens to me. No, what are you always doing that you always end up there? Mm-hmm. There's some autopilot behavior that you are repeating subconsciously that's making you get there. There is some belief that you have that is obstructing your progress. And that's what I dive into in coaching. So a lot of the times, and I use this example often, I have clients that come to me and they will say, my business is failing. And I'm like, really? That's a lie. They're like, no, I'm serious. My numbers, my sales have dropped 30%. Blah, blah, blah. And they'll like bust out the books. And I'm like, I don't want to see any of that crap. Like, mm-hmm. Your business is not failing. Businesses cannot fail because businesses don't make decisions. Businesses don't have a brain. Businesses don't do anything. The person behind the business, Mm -hmm. so you, are failing in some space of your life and it is reflecting in your business. I'll have people come and tell me, my business is stuck. My business is not growing. And I'll ask them, are you growing? Yeah. Are you, are you growing as a person? Are you growing in your, in your thinking? Are you expanding your belief? Are you, how are you growing? Mm -hmm. Because your business, again, just like your marriage just like your friendships, right? They are an extension of you. They are a reflection of you. And it all comes back to you. If your business is stuck, some part of you is stuck. If your business is not growing, some part of you is not growing. If your business is failing, some part of you is failing. And we can look at that and we can find what that is. We can assess what the root of it is. You can decide whether that root needs to be pulled out and replaced with something else, or if that root needs to just be cleaned up and fertilized in a different way. Because not all of our, not all of the beliefs that were given to us are bad. Some of them are very good, right? Some of them are neither good nor bad, but you can make them better. You can, you can trim the, trim the, the, the bad leaves and like fertilize it and make it better. Right. And you're true. responsible for doing that. Yeah, I was talking yeah, to a friend. Yeah, I was talking to a friend this weekend, and and she, I was, I asked her if she had commitment issues, and she was like, "I didn't think I did," but then I looked at the common denominator of every relationship I've been to, and and she was like, "Oh, I'm the common denominator," and it's true about anything, you know. And everybody has, you know, they're the ones that can change, they're the ones that can develop and grow, and you know, yeah. you always have to feed yourself, whether it's food or actually knowledge or experience are just kind of insight and looking inwards and seeing and like like the, the driving example you gave you went blind because your body was like hey <laughs> stop I'm done <laughs> like, I'm out tapping out I'm done I quit eject eject yeah and you know we we consume so much I think I, that's such a good example that you just used about like eating right like nurturing your body what we consume intellectually what we consume physically and what we consume energetically all affect us, our business, our relationships, and everything that we do. Mm-hmm. 
So if you're consuming crappy food, right, you already know it's going to affect your body very differently than if you're eating lots of veggies and fruits, right? If you consume intellectually, right, if you're consuming crap, yeah, you're gonna... that's what intellectually you're going to have in your life. If you are consuming things that are challenging your beliefs, making you learn a new task, whether it's for money or it's for pleasure, you're expanding your brain. You're making it learn new things, right? Like you are giving your, you're nurturing this machine that governs so much of what we do. And when you can learn to use that tool instead of let it use you, because a lot of us, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of autopilot and animal behavior in our brain mm -hmm. that doesn't work in our favor because the reason why those instincts and those behaviors were developed come from thousands of years ago. We don't need those anymore, but they're still there. So you have to be conscious about changing that programming, right? You have to be conscious about like fear is a good thing, but you can't let it make decisions for you. Cause the reason that we've developed certain fears were to keep us quote unquote safe mm -hmm. from like, animals and caves and things that we don't have to worry about anymore, you know? So, but the brain is still functioning in that way. Mm. The unknown is bad. The unknown is scary. Stay away from the unknown. That's not the case anymore. The unknown is possibility. The unknown is adventure, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, there's different so, unknowns and we have to restructure and reprogram. You have to restructure. Yeah. It's part of my three R system. Mm. You reevaluate what's going on. You restructure and then you reset by creating systems that, you, that can help you to hold yourself accountable on your time, your schedule, and based on your needs. Because a lot of people are out there doing what works for somebody else. They're not creating a customized blueprint for themselves. I can tell you what works for me. Mm -hmm. That may not work for you. Yeah, that kind of goes into another question I have is like, you, you're, you're apparently like, a, you're really, you can tell you're a great life coach, but you know, you might not fit for everybody and everybody might not fit for you. How Absolutely. would you recommend somebody who's evaluating and knows that they need a life coach or that kind of service? How do they, how, what would you recommend how they go about like picking a life coach that's good for them? That's such a good question because you're absolutely right. You hit it right on the head when you say, I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me. Mm -hmm. I'm really high paced. I'm really high energy. I'm a no bullshit coach. I will not sugarcoat you. Mm -hmm. Um, I cuss like a sailor um, and I'm very woo. You know what I'm saying? They call it woo. Like I'll sit here and tell you like, we're going to breathe into the session when we come in here. I want you to let go of all of the things that are stressing you. I'm going to send you to journal. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to incorporate a lot of spiritual growth into our coaching. If that's not for you, I'm not for you. Mm -hmm. So the way to, I guess, like vet out a coach is first you want to know what is it that you're trying to improve in your life? If you know that there's something, in, that there's some sort of pattern that's keeping you stuck, you know that that's coming from your mindset. You know that it's you, right? Mm -hmm. So then you're looking for a life coach. You're looking for somebody who's going to help you work on maybe it's the space of confidence. You know, maybe it's the space of, of mindset. You know, like, you know that there's some programming going on back here that you need to work on that you need to improve to, to help you be more empowered. Um, if you're looking for relationships, find yourself a relationship coach. First, determine what is it, what area of your life is it that you want to improve, right? After you've done that, I think it's really, really important to do your research. Talk 
to your peers, ask them, have you ever worked with a coach before in what space, Mm -hmm. you know, um, how, how did you like it? What were your pros and cons? And you can find, there are multiple platforms out there where you can search for coaches in different spaces. And when you do you can email some coaches offer a free strategy call. So some coaches, because we want to know that we're working with a client that we can help as well, you know? Um, so if they offer a free strategy call, take advantage of that and talk to them and see if you feel some shift in that first call. You should, you should feel something. Sometimes it happens right in the spot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like two or three days later, you're like, man, that just hit me. Now I get it. And you're like, all right, I, you know, this person understood what I need. Um, and feel free to, to communicate with that coach and say, I've never worked with a coach before. I really want to work on these things. How can you help me with that? Not can you help me with that? Because mm-hmm. we can. All of us can, right? Mm-hmm. But how? Because if I tell you, I can help you with that through one-on-one coaching. And I tell you, I can help you with that through a 12 video online self-directed program. You're going to receive that differently. Maybe you are a self-paced learner Mm -hmm. and you prefer to watch these videos and to be left alone and to journal your own way through it and to figure it out. And you just want to watch these videos, but maybe you're not that person. So the how is really important. Maybe you need the one-on-one, you need the back and forth. You need me to be your sounding board and that's okay. I got you. Mm -hmm. Right. So you want to ask, how can you help me with this? Yeah, because you need and to see, see if you vibe. Yeah. What'd you say? You know, see if you vibe. Some people find me overwhelming. Some people are like, you need to tone it down 32 notches. I'm like, I can't. I don't know how. <laughs> this is my fiance says I idle at 150. I'm like, cool, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, this is me on a slow day. Yeah. No, yeah, you have to find one that you're compatible with and you're on yeah. their same pace and stuff, but like at the same time that they're they're going to show you a blueprint of how they will help you because, yeah. you know, you know you're, you're, you have your own business. Anybody that has a business, they're selling something, whether it's a service, mm-hmm. a product or, or kind of some function. So you're, you, they're always going to say, yes, I can help you. But that's how you really differentiate is like how they're going to help you. How? Tell me how. It's a very Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask. the Listen, ask the same, I, I encourage the same type of communication, whether you're talking to a coach a doctor, a teacher, a college professor, how? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to teach you. In other words, I'm not going to give you all my tools in this exploratory call, but I can tell you how I'm going to help you. Yeah. And right. You- You're telling me this is your issue. I can help you in this way. We can do this, 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 and, or this. That's how I can help you. If that aligns with you, jump on board. Yeah. And then it's also kind of just like getting to know you a little bit better and seeing that you're, you idle at 150 and you shoot up to 500 really yeah. quickly. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, you, do you want the Toyota Corolla or do you want the Ferrari? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta know what you're getting into and either one is fine. Mm-hmm. Either one is fine. It's what you, it's what you need. Definitely. Coaching is all about the client. You, you were talking about this in the beginning of our interview. It's like, what is coaching? Coaching is not advising. This is something else that I think is really, really important to, um, to ask, right? So when you're looking for a coach, if what you want is a coach, ask that person, are you certified as a coach? And there's, there's one global organization that oversees all of coaching. It is called the ICF. 
And there are courses that are approved by the ICF that teach you the proper way to coach, which is what I did. I have my, co I got my coaching at the University of Miami and it is an ICF um, uh, approved program that teaches you how to coach accordingly to the global um, understanding of what coaching is and the right way to do it. And the reason is because there's a lot of people out there saying, I am a coach of XYZ, but they're not coaches, they're advisors. And a coach is not an advisor. If you have a coach who is telling you what I think you should do is blah, 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 that is not a coach. They're not coaching you. They're advising you. If you want advice, pay an advisor. Mm -hmm. Do not go to a coach because we're going to get on your damn nerves because we will not tell you what to do. We're just going to ask you questions and you're going to want to throw the phone against the wall, right? Mm -hmm. You want an advisor, go to an advisor. A, what a coach does is we understand that each human being can only view life through their experience, their ability, their fear, and their understanding. I can't view the life of Osvaldo because I'm not you. I don't know what you've gone through. You can tell me all day, but I'm never going to know, right? I can tell you my story all day, but you're never going to know what it felt like, right? You're not going to know what's really going on inside. So what a coach does is, we honor you as the person who knows your fears, your talents, and your abilities. We cannot, will not pretend to know better than you because there's no way that I could. So our task is not to tell you what to do, but to help you peel the onion back, right? Whether it's by chunks or by thin layers, however you need to do that, to help you uncover what's inside so that you can determine what to do based on your needs, your skills, your fears, your confidences, and working through those things, nurturing what is already there that is empowering to you, and removing and replacing whatever is there that is disempowering, right? So let's talk about those fears. Where are they coming from? Are they real? Are they not, right? Let's talk about those limiting beliefs. Where are they coming from? How can you make them work for you? Or how can you just uproot them all, all together? Plant something else there. And you decide you are in charge. And it takes a certain, uh, it takes a very strong person to work with a coach. Because when you work with a coach, you are responsible for your decisions in your life. I am your sounding board, but you are responsible. A lot of people rather work with an advisor because if it goes wrong, I can tell the advisor it's your fault. Yeah. I did what you said and it didn't work. That or they can find an advisor that'll tell them what they want to do and just pay them. Just pay me to reinforce yeah, what I want to do. Tell me what I want to hear, baby. Tell I'm me not, all day. I'm not going to grow not at all. We, <laughs> yeah, it's not what we do. It's not what we do. No, that, that, that's great advice because you do need to find a coach. And the, like, even I, I like sports, the coach watches and, you know, everybody has their talents. They're not telling them how to use the talents, but they tweak it as they go. Okay, you go in this position instead. We, you know, do this and that, try this, and it just makes them a, a better player and uh, as well as the team effort. So it's, it's very important. But ultimately, the game is not played by the coach. Exactly. The game is played by the athlete. And the mm -hmm. athlete, I, I can give you, the coach can give the athlete a, a suggested play, but when the ball hits the ground, the athlete decides whether he's going to go right or left. Always. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and instinctively too, so... Yeah. Now I just wanted to ask you, like, um, I know you're, you're you live in the Miami area, right? 
Is yep. that, is that where most it. what happened? <laughs> All of it. All of it. <laughs> um, it, are most of your clientele from there? The the question I wanted to like how, like maybe from your training, like how do you cater it to maybe a, the Latino, Latinx, Latina community versus maybe like in the white community? Because we all have our different stories or different backgrounds. Those those beliefs that our parents put in our head, you know, from age zero to seven that we have to conquer and kind of realize, like, how would you, like, what would be a response to that? Like, how do you cater it towards the, the Latino community? Yeah, absolutely. So I find that there is so much more mindset work that we need as Latinos, because we have the overcoming of, you know, all of the very strong, very powerful cultural beliefs that are given to us, right? Some of which are beautiful, some of which really hold us back. And then we have an extra layer of beliefs that we were also given. And then the other ones that we decided to take on based on our immigration uh, experience, right? So now we've got everything mom and dad and abuela gave us. And now we've got everything that we received here. And now we, we have like our onions, like two feet wide, right? Like there's a lot more to unpack in there. Blooming onion. And then a lot for, you know, it happens for men and women, but I work a lot with women. It's now you have the expectation of what a woman is coming from our cultures, right? Which is you need to be a housemaker and then you want to have your kids. But I also want you to be successful because I didn't come to this country and leave everything behind so that you could be una cualquiera and like, you have to do all these things. Da, 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 da. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you want me to have these kids or do you want me to be the CEO? Or like there's that conflict, right? Mm -hmm. And it happens also for the men where now, you know, you're meeting these women who are like, well, guess what? You got to cook and clean too, boo-boo. And I don't care that your mom cooks and cleans for you because back in those days, Women stayed home more, and I'm out in these streets just like you are. So if you want food, bring it home. Learn to cook, fry an egg. Like this is a this is a two way street right now, right? And these men are like, "What is this? What is this creature I married? Like I don't understand what to do with it." <laughs> like it's crazy. I didn't grow up like this. So there's more layers to peel, you know. And what I love about working with the Latino community is that those people in the Latino community who know, who have become aware of how delicious our cultures are, but have empowered themselves to say, I will keep what serves me. Mm -hmm. Those people are the people that I work with the best because there are, there are a lot of people in our cultures that are not ready to accept that a lot of what they've done that has led them to where they are, which is obviously a space they want to not be in or else they wouldn't be looking for a coach, is their own decision-making, right? Like you decided to do these things because our parents or grandparents gave us these beliefs with the best intentions, right? They did the best that they could with what they had, but this doesn't work for you right now. So mm -hmm. are you gonna be courageous enough to let it go and build something new for yourself? Are you going to be courageous enough to ask yourself the tough questions and create your dream life from scratch? And some people are afraid of stepping into that unknown because the unknown can be scary, right? Mm -hmm. So for the Latino community, what I love is that I have that firsthand experience on both ends. I am an immigrant. 
I came young enough to understand a lot of the American culture that all of us have had to adapt to. And to some degree, obviously, like we live here, this country has welcomed all of us um, to, to do and be, right? Um, so I'm able to understand both of those sides. The, you're adapting, the process of adaptation, which is very hard and for some people takes years, if not half a lifetime. Um, and the understanding of the pool and the weight of our upbringing, you know, the pressures of our parents when we're growing up here, that constant, which I, I know I speak for all Latinos out there, because a lot of my clients who are Latinos know this too, you have to be good, you have to succeed. The guilt of success, it goes both ways. Like you're guilty if you don't succeed, you feel guilty if you do, because you know that to succeed, there's a lot that you need to leave behind. And then it's like, well, you're, you're leaving this behind. And it's like, well, make up your mind. Do you want me to succeed or not? Like mm -hmm. I have to adapt, you know, mm -hmm. I have to change. I have to evolve. So I am able to give to our Latino community on all three of those bases because I am that. I lived that. I healed through that. And I know really, really well what that feels like, you know? So that's something that I'm really um, honored to be able to do because I know how difficult it is to go through that immigrant adaptation growth process and not have guidance from somebody who's done it before because you're the first one. You're always the first. You're the first to go to college, the first to graduate from college, the first to launch a business, the first to own a new car, the first to move in with the guy before you get married, the first to get a divorce, the first to... Like you're, you're so many first that it's like, I don't know what I even want to do right now, mm -hmm. you know? So I get it. I get our Latino community. I get them. And when they're courageous enough to say, you know, I want to invest in myself to really tap into my full power with all of the wonderful things that are good for me, that make me strong from my, from my upbringing, from my roots, and with all of the new things that I have the power mm -hmm. to take on and to do and to believe right? And tossing all the things that don't serve me. It's really beautiful when I, when I can see um, that breakthrough in, in my Latino life. Because that's the worst. Then your abuela and your tia and your mom and your dad and everybody that was like, hi, mijita, what are you doing? When they see you glowing and shining, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. That worked for you. And then they and start bragging about you. you're breaking generational curses. Like, you're breaking, you're breaking mm -hmm. the shackles of what no longer works, Right. We're on a different land. We're on a different space. We need to do different things. Definitely. No, that's that's awesome. And no, and thank you so much for sharing all this knowledge and just like the benefits of either hiring, but you also have to go through your own process of realizing what you need and what you want in your life and kind of figuring out those good and bad patterns just so that you can go into life, like go to a life coach or wherever you want to call it, a coach. And, and, you know, really absorb what they're coaching you on and how you can, you know, work through those processes. But um, how, like right now, what kind of services do you, um, do you, do you offer right now? Yeah, absolutely. So with my company, Seizing Happy, we have a variety of ways that we can help uh, because people learn in different ways, because people adapt in different ways. So we do both sides. We do the, the, our motto with Teasing Happy is you nurture the business and the woman behind the business equally. So on the business side, 
we work a lot with your brand, right? So I work with entrepreneurs most of all. And so I have realtors, I have influencers, I have um, uh, network marketers, I have all sorts of entrepreneurs that are really trying to maximize the power of social media to get their brand out there and create new leads and make more money and um, grow their business as inexpensively as possible through social media. We have free access to this stuff, right? So why not maximize it? Um, and then we also do a lot of like blueprint creation for your business. So we talk about what do you want to accomplish? How do you want to accomplish it? And why do you want to do that? And then how are we going to do it, right? So we, we break that down with the client. Um, and then on the personal side, we do a lot of the mindset, you know, and all of this goes hand in hand. So you'll never come and be like, I only want to work on business. I'll be like, okay, no, we're going to work on your mind. You're going to see within the first two calls that we have that there's something going on that is why this doesn't work. It's why you're on these calls, mm -hmm. right? So we always have the, the mindset part of it. And through that, the how for that is very... Um, it's very personal. Like some people learn better through uh, assimilating on their own. Some people learn better through assimilating on the one-on-one. -on -one. Some people learn better through, you know, some people want more breath work or they want more movement or they want, you know, we tap into what is needed for the person. And we do that through um, two different ways. We could do group coaching or we could do one-on-one -on -one coaching. It all depends on how invested you are in maximizing your growth. When you have a group coaching program, it's really powerful because you're getting the essence of what it is you want to work on. And it's going to be a self-guided program where you are going to watch these videos and you're going to, uh, you know, to, um, sometimes have the option of a one-on-one -on -one call. But when you do an exclusively one-on-one -on -one program, um, you have the coach's undivided attention all the time, right? Like it's just you. We're not going to be in a group. It's not going to be a Q&A with five or six or 12 or 15 other people. It's just you and me, right? So it depends. It depends on where you are. Some people are, are social learners and they prefer to be in a group setting and that's okay too. So that's, that's the two spaces in which we nurture. Awesome. And I think I heard that you have like an upcoming event going on or that. Yes. yes. Thank you for asking. I'm so excited for this. So this summit is going to be March 1st, 2nd and 3rd. It is called Unleash Your Inner CEO. And this is for women entrepreneurs who are ready to step into the CEO shoes. This is for people who need more clarity in their business. So what exactly is it that you want to accomplish? When you're doing all the things, you're not going to get anywhere, right? So you want more clarity, you're going to get that. We're going to work on your confidence and we're going to work on your courage to move forward. And it's going to be three days where I'm going to give you tools, information, and resources to have more clarity confidence and courage in your business to maximize what you're going to be doing in your business in 2022 right and and the how of what you're going to be doing right and so this three-day experience is going to be really in-depth it's going to be a ton of fun um, more details on that are on the website at seizinghappy.com or if you have any questions you can always find me on instagram and ask me i'm i'm often in there Gigi Diaz Live, that's G-I-G-I, -G -I, Diaz and David, I-A-Z as in Zebra, L-I, Z as in Victor E. And um, it's going to be three really powerful, intense days. So is it, it's is be it live fun. or is it online or is it hybrid? It will be online and it will be live. So you will have opportunities for laser coaching with me. You will have opportunities for Q&As. Um, you will get to meet some pretty amazing other speakers that I'm, that I'm going to bring on board. 
So it's going to be an amazing event for women who are entrepreneurs who know that they're ready to step into the CEO shoes. This is not for somebody who's like, I don't know, do I want to open a business? I'm not really sure. If, if that's where you're at, this is that's a good place to be too, but that's not who this event is for. This event is for people who are ready to take your business to the next level. Awesome. And I'll include all the links in the, in the yeah. for the podcast. No, absolutely. But, thank you. But thank you so much. And you said the best place to contact you would be through Instagram and, and we can yeah. Awesome. So I'll, I'll absolutely. Gigi Diaz live. You can find me there. I loved, I love rocking out on Instagram. There's, there's so many things going on in there. A lot of them piss me off. And then I write, I do videos about them. I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> and then I'm like, here's how we make money with that. Hey, what's wrong? Here's how we're going to fix it and monetize it. <laughs> well, you definitely need that because it's a call the BS out, you know, <laughs> like we mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking about that the other day. I, I work a lot with manifestation, and there was somebody I did, an, I did a speaking engagement a few days ago at a women's circle. And I was telling them, like, this is what I'm, this is what I'm manifesting. Mm-hmm. And I saw a couple faces in the audience like, oh. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And then at the end of the event, they came up to me. All three of them came up to me. I thought they were together. They were like, not, they weren't together at the event. They all came up to me and they all said the same thing. They're like, how could you be telling anybody what you're manifesting? It's not going to come true. Mm. And I'm like, what makes you think that? And they're like, well, you know, move in silence. Don't let them see you're coming. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. I'm a whole freaking stampede. Like, I don't care if you know I'm coming. Get out of the way. I'm still coming, you know? You either <laughs> help like, me or get out of the way. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll never trample. I, I'm not kidding. I'm not a stampede, but you will get out of the way. You know, I'm, I'm very savvy. I will, at, at my 150, I will squeeze ninja past you through the lanes. Like this is the fast and the furious over here. Like you're moving and, you know, and, metal, and I, right? Yeah. And I, I told her, I was like, that's a limiting belief. The fact that you think that anything that is divinely given to you as an idea that you're meant to bring into this world, the fact that you think that anyone can get in the way of that, that somebody is like mal de ojo or like evil eye or, you know, like bad juju can get in the way of you is a limiting belief. Because if you're confident, if you have clarity, confidence, and courage in what you're trying to do, can I stop you? No, I can't stop you, right? <laughs> yeah, can I try? Yeah, Maybe, this- but can I actually stop you? No, not at all. Oh. And, all, it, it, when, at and all. when you manifest it and you speak it out into existence... And then all these people here, it also offers a sense of accountability. You know, you're like, uh, hey, I'm going to I said it, I'm going to do it. You know, and it pushes your. it's like an inner push, inner motivation that that is working from a space of courage. Mm-hmm. If I say it, it only makes it more real. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. People that are like, I don't want to tell anybody what I'm doing. I challenged though. I challenged people. One of the girls said that. No, it's not about who she's like. I'm not. Woo, I don't care about manifesting. I take action, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so then why are you afraid of telling people what you're doing? Why are you afraid of telling everybody your plan? And she just kind of like blank stared at me. And I'm like, you're scared of failure. And if you're scared of what they're going to say, if you fail, so you're more worried about them than you are about your plan, <laughs> you know, and she didn't like it, but you know, she, she ended up DMing me a couple of days later and she was like, you know, I felt really triggered by what you said, but I really thought about it. I, I, it, she was so, I was so mad at you. <laughs> she was like, but after I thought about it, you're right. You know, I don't want anybody to think that I failed. Does that make me weak? I'm like, no, it makes you human, but let's talk about it. Why do you, what do you give a crap about what the people on the sidelines are saying? They don't count. They're on the sidelines. Definitely. You, you need know? a tough love every now and then to kind of get you out of your, your routine and your norm. And, um, yeah, this is this is one of the reasons why you got to talk to your coach, because 
you know, some coaches will, will take multiple way, multiple uh, calls or, you know, a long time to, to get you to see certain whatever. And I will tell you, like, can I please tell you what I see? So I like, may I tell you what I am seeing? Yeah. Okay. I see that you're working from a space of fear mm -hmm. because you care what these people are saying. Does that resonate with you? And you're going to tell me, yeah, it resonates with me. Or you're going to tell me, no, but what it did make me think about was this. Okay, so we uncovered something here. Let's talk mm -hmm. about that then. You know, I'm not going to sit here and hear something that I know is going to help you and not tell you just because it's not pretty or cute or fun or, you know, yeah. adorable. Like, I'm going to tell you how it is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like, and, and no, it's, you, I feel like we can talk for hours and you, you have like a depth of, of knowledge and motivation and everything you need to really like get to that next level. So I, I challenge all my listeners, if you're listening, you know, hit up Gigi, follow her on <laughs> Instagram. And, and if you're ready to step in the CEO shoes, you know, or you, you feel like you've gotten to a, a plateau and you, you need that extra step, I definitely recommend checking out her event in March and, um, you know, taking advantage of that. But thank you again so much, Gigi, for, for being on the podcast. And um, I'll definitely share everything. And if you ever need anything, let, let me know and I can publicize it on my platform. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to share space with you and your listeners and to have these fun conversations, right? About all the ways in which we can challenge ourselves to be better. That's the goal, right? Like to be a little better today than we were yesterday. So I'm honored to be here and thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, hit subscribe and of course, follow us on IG, Facebook, and all their social media platforms at Platform Latino. That's P-L-A-T-F-O-R-M-L-A-T-I-N-O. Thanks again and have a wonderful and inspired day.